Good day to all of our listeners around the world. I wanted to tell you about an exciting event coming up hosted by The Nest. The conference is called Remnant. Please don't confuse it with the school that we run called Remnant Rising. If you enjoy the daily podcast put on by Origin Gate, then we think you're going to love being part of Remnant too. There are 14 speakers at the event and most of them are already well known to you. They're your very own hosts on Wisdom's Echo. The dates of this event are 21 to 26 September 2020. There'll be four sessions every day running from 12 o'clock midday to 6 p.m. in the evening on each of those days. The time zone is Mobile, Alabama, USA. The great news is that this event is done online. You can watch it from the comfort of your own home. If you aren't able to tune in in real time, that's no problem at all. You will receive the recordings of each session, which you can watch at your convenience and keep forever. The cost is $350 for the six-day event with 24 sessions, which works out to approximately $14 per session. It's great value for money. Again, the dates are 21 to 26 September, and there's not a lot of time to get registered. If you're interested, go to www.thefoundationnest.com, click on the tab that says Nest Annual Gathering. We do hope that you'll join us. Have an awesome day. Today I want to be picking up where we left off from in the last session. I think that the way Yahweh has constructed and set in place the scriptures is absolutely fascinating regarding the development of a relationship that is necessary for you and I to be tutored by the spirit of wisdom and to come into the measure of sonship. Um, Galatians 2.4 says that a son, though he being lord of all, is under tutors and governors until the appointed time. And this this area here with regards to the spirit of wisdom and her function around our lives and the necessity for our engagement with her to be able to come into the full measure really of our expression of Yahweh's wisdom here in creation is foundational. And so I'm going to pick up where I left off last week when we did this session for you guys. And it's, it's written here, hear instruction and be wise and do not refuse it. But it goes on from here, which is where we finished last week. Blessed is the man that hears me watching daily at my gates, waiting at the post of my doors. Whoever finds me finds life and shall obtain favor of the Lord. And when I first started looking at these, I was quite befuddled at the authority and the um, express way that the spirit of wisdom begins to engage with us, really to, you know, we've gone through who she is, how she was established, the qualifications, and now she's bringing to the table what she has with her that we are able to engage with to unlock and be part of within our life. Blessed is a man that hears me and watches daily at my gates. So let's talk about this first bit here. We have a conscious choice to make here. We can actually choose to disregard her and completely negate the necessity for what scripture says here he that hears me it's very it's very spirit blessed is the man that hears me so on the opposite side of the coin is if you have blessed is the man that hears her 
then repungent is the man who disregards her or does not hear her. So not only is there a positive side, there's also another side of the coin so that she says, do this and life will go well. But there's nothing saying if you don't do it, then something else is going to happen and you cannot get this if you do this, unless you do this. Sorry. So yeah, the blessed is the man that hears me. So we have a choice to hear and a choice to be tutored and a choice to listen and engage in a relationship. So often I've found that in, in husband and wife relationships, there are times when, you know, in my own personal life where I've had my wife will say to me something very similar to this, honey, you're not listening to me. And it's not that I'm not listening. I am listening, but I'm not, I'm not understanding what I'm, what I'm listening to and I'm taking it through my filters. It's fascinating to me how we take things through our filters and how we try and um, find solutions to things through the filters we already have instead of dealing with the filters and allowing the truth to really engage with us. And this is really, to me, what she's saying is take off the filters from what you believe because actually hearing her is a choice. So it means that we will receive instruction from her through a way that we haven't actually learned before. Then he goes, watching daily at my gates, waiting at the posts of my doors. So wait a minute, I need to be very clear here. Watching daily at my gates, so she has gateways of her own, and, and waiting at the posts of my doors, or the pillars of my doors. So, those, that, so that means that there are places of strength, places of security that you and I can find by actively engaging with her. She says, watching daily at my gates. So what does this mean? So that you and I as beings have a choice to engage daily with her, watching at her gates, which is her point of entry in and out, the passages, the information, also the gates. Uh, it's really interesting when you go into scripture and have a look at what gates are all about. You, you find there the places of entry, but also they find that the places where the elders would sit in, in Jerusalem You'll also find the places where the tax collectors would be, court cases were resolved there. You have all these things in Scripture that are directly related to gates. And so there's massive process that goes on in the gates. And so it actually shows a place of maturity. You can go and stand in a gate and be part of the functioning of that, that place, the in and out process of what is necessary within the creation. Watching daily at my gates, that means every day, watching daily at her gates, waiting at the post of my doors. So that means there are specific doors and specific gates that she has alone, that Yahweh has given her, that nothing else can give you access to other than a relationship with her. And so there's this, this process of, of, of in-depth relationship that is starting to come out in these scriptures as we begin to walk our way through them in this way. And so she's now saying, if you do this, there's this. So this is how you get here now, is by listening to her, watching at her gates daily, and waiting by the post of her doors. Very specific instructions. Whoever finds me, finds life. Isn't that weird? Now, you find here, this has nothing to do with salvation. This is to do with the awakening of the eternal realm and its extension into our physical entity where the life of Yahweh will begin to manifest through us so that all of creation can see the flow of the full measure of that life and actually become impacted by it. And says, that, 
Again, whoever finds me finds life. So she's told us where to find her. Blessed is a man that hears me watching daily at my gates, waiting at the post of my doors. Whoever finds me finds life and shall obtain favor of the Lord. Wait a minute. So are you saying to me that there is a way to find favor from Yahweh? I want you to see how closely favor is connected to the spirit of wisdom here. As you engage with her in relationship, we find favor in the eyes of Yahweh. Or we find favor with Yahweh. How on earth does a being that is just an administrator have such influence with Yahweh himself that when we engage with her um, purposefully, with intent, out of desire, allowing the the, the engagement to develop relationship, we begin to obtain favor from the Lord, from Yahweh himself. We find favor. Why? And I think it's because his heart is deeply in union with the spirit of wisdom. That's why you find favor with Yahweh when you engage with her. But then it says this, but he, so there's the good part, and then there's the bad part. Then it says this, but he that sins against me, wrongs his own soul and all that hate me love death so he that sins against me what on earth does that mean how can i sin against the spirit of wisdom perhaps we need to be framing that in a different way and say if you reject the spirit of wisdom and you refute the necessity for relationship building with her and you try and negate the importance of her role and her function here within creation, especially with you as a son of God, training you in the perspective of the wisdom of Yahweh and its expression through you. When you reject her, the word says you sinned against me, um, wrongs his own soul, means that there is a place of destitution that comes, or I don't really know how to describe it, but where your soul becomes destitute of life because you've actually chosen to sin against her. And all they that hate me love death. Isn't it? I, I mean, I don't know about you, but I find these scriptures completely enthralling in a way that they are laid out in instruction, in qualification, in what is bringing, in the place of nurturing, and now in the place of rejection. And so if we actually reject her, we love death. All they that hate me love death. You know, the word hate is a really interesting um, word to be used here in the context of what's been framed in Scripture to this point regarding the spirit of wisdom. It's, it's fascinating. I find that there's a lot of people that um, dislike, hate some of the things that I talk about, particularly with regards to um, these kind of relational connections and unions that are very, very important for our continued growth. And for me, every one of the seven spirits of Yahweh are exactly the same. They all have the same kind of outworking, the same expression. Really, they are the the seven candlesticks, the seven colors of the rainbow that have come from white light. And the only way that you and I are ever going to become white light beings again are to be fully integrated in and being tutored by the seven spirits of Yahweh to bring us to levels of maturity where they can then release us to the Father as fully trained, equipped, mandated, 
authorized sons to do what is necessary here in creation to move some of this stuff that is that is that the church age has kept us bound into without being able to move and flow properly as a as a son mediating heaven on earth i am so so tired of hearing people talk about oh, i'm praying for this i'm praying for that listen our job is not to mediate the face of man towards yahweh our role is as a priest of Yahweh to mediate Yahweh to creation. And, and this is what the Spirit of Wisdom has really um, engaged with me over. Is my, what is my role with regards to the necessity for tutelage, for being trained and apprenticed by her to walk in the full measure of the stature and then being able to sit and watch and engage and be able to... to begin to build relationship and experience the realms of government which she operates in within the kingdom that is so so important for our work our outworking and process in life here but he that sins against me wrongs his own soul and he that hates me loves death i i can't i can't think of any greater statement that can be made than what has been made here he that hates me loves death I don't know about you, but I want to choose life. So on the opposite side of this coin here, if we say all that hate me love death, then all that love me love life. And so there is an important, you've got to understand that when, when Proverbs is spoken, there's always a two-sided coin in operation. It's never just a one-sided coin. And everything is functional. And so on the one side of the coin, he that hates me loves death, but he that loves me will find life. So there is a necessity for us to actually undo and engage in love as in a appreciation and deep wonder and respect and awe for the position of who she is. Why? Because actually we will love life. And so we will actually begin to unlock that realm within us. Not only that, if we were to look at Solomon and the way that he governed when he first started in Israel, when Everything manifested itself and all that stuff unfolded within within Israel itself. That process of life was fully functional. There was a movement of life. And so life actually comes with it. There is no, I'm not talking about salvation here. I'm talking about the effervescent flowing river, the mim, the unlocking of the noon, the multiplying river of Yahweh that flows through us to produce life on the earth that's around us. And so the spirit, our connection to the spirit of wisdom is of primary importance with regards to the movement of all of that stuff. Every morning I'd made a choice over about a full year to just engage and sit at the post of her doors, just engaging, sitting to be able to be an observer of what went in and out of the gate, let alone trying to understand its function, just sitting there. Now remember, favor is the, a character trait of the blessing of another, but it's also a being. So when the word says that, 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 that you'll obtain favor of the Lord, actually there is an impartation and release that comes from Yahweh to release to you and I here on the face of the earth the measure of the unmerited favor of Yahweh. So it's interesting how the scripture says that we may come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain grace and mercy in the and help in the time of our need and so when you find um when you find all of this unlocking you find it's very very similar to new testament principles but there's a 
a, a, a blending of what seems to go on with New Testament and with our new, new Covenant and our Old Covenant to actually make a way for you and I to build and instigate relationship with the Spirit of Wisdom. To me, she has been one of the most important beings that I have ever engaged with outside of Yeshua, Yahweh, and the Holy Spirit. There's been the seven spirits of God, and she, she has been one of my, my personal mentors and tutors in some of the things that I have learned and the ways that I've learned how to engage with Yahweh. This is a journey that we are all on, and we have to take this journey. There is no way we can bypass it. This is Ian Clayton signing off. Wisdom's Echo, an Origin Gate podcast. Have a wonderful day.